between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius, there was an age undreamed of. And unto this mass movement, destined to bear the jeweled crown of geekdom upon its troubled brow, it is we, mass movement's chroniclers, who alone can tell thee of its saga. Let us tell you of the days of geek adventure. Hi, welcome to episode 8 of Geekorama. Um, we've got a lot to get through this time, and I thought we'd slightly change things up because of that. So we're going to kick things off with a new track from Semor Paramedics called Totenkopf. It's from their new album, The Final Feast, which you can get by heading over to the band's Bandcamp, oddly enough. Um, so anyway, this is Totenkopf by Semor Paramedics. Oh, brains! through so let's start off with a hole in the world a new book by western oaks or western oxy as he sometimes is called um western's one of my favorite authors he's the guy responsible for the single team 666 trilogy and a hole in the world <laughs> sees 
uh, one of his greatest characters, Preacher's Daughter, take on the fairy underworld. Um, it's published by Solaris, and it is just superb. Again, Weston can do no wrong in my book. He's just one of those authors that he, he, he's a game changer. Um, so imagine uh, Clive Cussler, if Clive could write believable, honest, sincere characters, um, magnified a hundred times and given a really weird sort of supernatural occult edge. Um, and then there's a ton of military action thrown in. That's what you what you get with Western Oaks. He's he's just a great writer, um, and the book is fantastic. Uh, you won't be able to put it down. You'll start reading it, and you will not stop. Uh, it's a hole in the world. It's published by Solaris, and it is out now. So go get it. Um, unfortunately, I can't get you a reduction or anything like that. But if you tell Western on Facebook that I sent you, he might give you a thumbs up. Um, again, brilliant book, brilliant writer. Go get it. All right, well, next up is the latest book from Marvel and Panini. Uh, it's the Captain Britain hardcover omnibus, and it is absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's credited mainly to Alan Davis, and it's everything you'll ever need to know about Captain Britain. It's Brian Braddock's complete story. It's the, well, not complete story, because it doesn't include um, the later Marvel stuff with MI13. But, um, yeah, wow, this is Captain Britain's formative days and his first sort of foray into becoming a superhero. Um, because it's Craig Tarlin Davis and Jamie Delano, and you know, there there are other writers involved in this. There's Chris Claremont for one, and there's a whole host of comics people who you well either know or you won't. And if you know them, you want to want to read this book. It looks gorgeous. It's just, I mean, it's got a hefty price tag. But it, if you if you've ever 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 even thought about reading Brian Braddock's adventures, this is a book you need. Um, I think the timing's a little bit odd because there are a lot of rumours about Henry Cavill taking on the role of Captain Britain, and he did meet with Marvel's uh, team over here. So maybe it's being released because of that, and there's an announcement forthcoming. I don't know. I'm just you know oddly speculating, but the book itself is. Beautiful. There's a foreword by Alan Davis. The artwork is just sublime throughout. The quality of this tome, it's just, it's fantastic. I mean, I, I have all these books in my collection anyway. Um, I'm familiar with the stories. I've read them goodness knows how many times. But in this format, there's something incredibly special about them. They just pop from, out from the page. Uh, <laughs> it will cost you upwards of, you know, 50 notes to get. But, Wow. It's it's worth it. It's it's an investment that you won't regret, and it's one that you you'll keep returning to time and time again. And it will take you, I would say, close to a month to really read it and really lose yourself in this book. Because, and you will, every time you open the cover, you will just lose yourself in this book. Um, yes, yeah, Captain Britain Omnibus. It's published by Marvel and Panini, uh, and it's out there now. So either order it from Amazon or go into your local comics book store, which is far preferable, by the way, and pick it up. Yeah, it's. It's a thing of beauty. It's just incredible. Alan Davis, Panini, Marvel, thank you. <laughs> you made my day with this. It's always a good day when a new Hellboy book lands, and there's a new Hellboy book with us. Um, Young Hellboy, The Hidden Land, The uh, Hardcover Trade. Uh, it's written by Mike Mignola and Thomas Sinofsky, with art by Craig Russo, and Dave Stewart is again once doing the colours, um, and Clem Robbins is doing the letters. Basically, it's... Hellboy does Mysterious Island with a ton of pulp adventure thrown in. There are giant monkeys, ancient civilizations, vampire queens, 
um, lost heroes who disappeared years ago. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this is what Hellboy does really well. A sort of weird adventure that you don't even think about. It's 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 sort of like a Saturday morning cliffhanger with a younger version of Hellboy running through it with with Professor Brutholm just being Trevor, being young Trevor, just you know, reveling in the spirit of adventure. It's wow, yeah. Um, I had a blast with this book, but like I said, I you know. Mysterious Island is one of my favourite uh, Vern stories anyway, and it, it's and the film's wonderful and Young Hellboy, it this well, this book, The Hidden Land, really brings that to mind. Um I guess maybe that's what Mignola was going for, and maybe it's his homage to the, those like sort of sixties films, fifties, sixties films, and that and that bygone era of just unmitigated adventure where anything can happen. Um but yeah, if it is, he's hit the nail on the head. Again, it's brilliant. If you love Hellboy, you're just going to get into it because you know what you're going to get. You know what a Mignola story is. Um, and Craig Russo's artwork is just wow. Um, he sort of bridges the gap between Mignola's traditional style and a more detailed... Uh, I, I say that and it sounds really rude. It's not meant to be, but a more sort of um, intricate uh, comic book style. Because Mignola style is Mignola, and you you either love it or you don't. Me, I adore Mike Mignola's artwork, um, and Craig Russo obviously does too, because he's given it put his spin on it. Uh, I can't recommend this book again. It's it's a Hellboy book. You know I'm going to love it. You know I'm going to try and sell it to you. Um, but then, if you listen to this, you probably got it on pre-order anyway. So that's Young Hellboy: The Hidden Land, and it's published by Dark Horse, and it is out now. Moving swiftly on. Uh, Black Hammer Visions, Volume 1. <laughs> we know this is... Well, it's sort of additional take on Jeff Lemire and Dean Ormston's Black Hammer universe. And it's kind of like the Twilight Zone version of that, uh, in which four different writers and a bunch of different artists get together and tell their own Black Hammer tales. Um, and it's it's really, really cool. I mean, look, look just... The, the lineup should tell you everything you need to know about the writers. Pat Noswell, Jeff Jones, Chip Zdarsky, and Mariko Tamaki. You, you, and the stories go from like a tale of teenage alienation and trying to find your place in the world to an old superhero who has who, who's, who's trying to come to terms with who he once was and who he is now to this really weird and creepy as all hell tale from Jeff Jones um, about serial killers and torture and the different levels of hell and all set in, in, in some really weird rural back, backwards. It's Jeff Johns doing Friday the 13th and Halloween and doing it better than they ever could and Jeff Johns doing the Evil Dead and Jeff Johns you know pushing the envelope with the cabin in the woods. It's yeah wow um, I just I, that it, Johns' story is the standout for me but then I'm a massive Jeff Johns fan anyway. Um, then Chip Zdarsky's tale of trying to fight, trying to come to terms with who you are is just great because Zdarsky is Zdarsky. Um, Patton Oswalt's tale, story of, of teenager uh, alienation and, you know, trying to find some sense of purpose in a meaning in life is also kind of cool. But Mariko Tamaki's weird soap opera tale on the, on the whole Black Hammer universe just kind of pushes the whole thing over the edge and makes it an essential reading. So yeah, that's Black Hammer Visions, Volume 1. Again, 
I, I mean, I, I would, I should have mentioned some of the artists because you got like Dean Coates, Scott Collins, Johnny Christmas, and Diego or or to Julia. Is that how you say his name? Um, yeah, it's just it's fabulous. It's really really cool, and it's just taking the Black Hammer universe in a different direction, and one that I never thought we'd see it going in. Um, so yeah, it's the Twilight Zone version of Black Hammer. It's called Black Hammer Visions. It's published by Dark Horse, and I cannot recommend it enough. Just folks, yeah, you need to read this. Right, let's talk about uh, Bob Fingerman's Dotty's Inferno, which is taken straight from the pages of Heavy Metal and published by Virus. Um, so. If you are familiar with the fabulous Furry Feet Brothers, you are going to absolutely love this. Uh, Dottie's Inferno, it's about the adventures of a core girl who ends up in hell um, and tries to find, well, tries to find some sort of meaning in the afterlife. Uh, it's hysterically funny in a really blackly comedic sort of way. It's not for the faint-hearted. If you're easily offended, you are just not going to dig it. Um, it's straight from the pages of Heavy Metal. Dottie is one of those takes-no-shit, absolutely kicks-ass characters who deals with the banality of being in hell in her own weird and numerable way. The artwork is wonderful. Again, like as I said, if you love the fabulous Furry Freak Brothers, you want to absolutely go nuts for the artwork in this. It's just mental um it's like the 60s never went away and they morphed in the 70s 80s 90s and then got magnified 20,000 times over in the 21st century and they gave us dotty's inferno uh if you're faint-hearted and you you're offended by nudity you're offended, offended by vulgarity and you're offended by the idea of um a different kind of hero which some people unfortunately are because they have no sense of propriety or what is or what should be uh, normality. But, you know, there you go. Each their own. Dottie's Inferno. I absolutely love this. Um, I would pepper my my terminology and my place this with F words because it is just fucking brilliant. Um, and I, I, I would love to get Bob Fingerman on the podcast and just talk to him about it. In greater depth, so he could tell us more about Dotty. Anyway, Dotty's Inferno. Uh, I don't know where the heck you're going to get it. Probably Amazon's going to be your best bet, or your local comic shop. Again, I'm always going to push you towards to go to your local comic shop rather than order online, because you know support the indies. Uh, Dotty's Inferno by Bob Fingerman, straight from the pages of Heavy Metal, published by Virus. It's, it's a fucking bomb, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, you're going to dig it, and all hail the fabulous Furry Freak Brothers, <laughs> who were the progenitors of this. I think anyway. Not trying to offend Bob Fingerman because, you know, maybe I'm wrong. But, yeah, Dottie's Inferno. You're going to love it. And finally, it wouldn't be uh, an episode of Geekorama if I didn't mention Retrofan. And their latest issue is out now. It's the Halloween special. Uh, it features everything from Aurora model kits through to Laura Parker, Mad Monster Party, The Haunting, The Drag Pack, George of the Jungle, uh, TV da da Dad's Jobs and more. Um, look, I'm going to be honest here. Uh, the reason I love this magazine so much is there's always a feature by Will Murray. And this time, he uh, talks about James Barmer, who was the guy responsible for all those beautiful Doc Savage book covers and all the artwork on the Aurora Monster Kids. Um, it's literally worth buying just for Will Murray's feature, honestly. And after that, you've got Ernie Farina, right? And you've got Scott Savadera. And the incredible feature on Aurora Model Kits, you know you're going to want to get this. Well... I hope you're going to want to get this. There's even a feature on Jaws. 
You know, talking about Jaws and Ma- Jaws Mania and the way it took everybody by storm during the seventies, seventies, sixties. What am I bloody talking about? From nineteen seventy-five onwards. Um, yeah, it's retro fango and Halloween. What's not to like? It celebrates all the cultures and the crazes and the pop phases of yesteryear. Um, you know, I always loved Euro models and model kits. Unfortunately, I'm of an age where I only ever got to make two in my life: uh, the Wolfman and the Creature from the Black Lagoon. I wish I'd made more. I wish I had the time to make model kits these days, but life as a copywriter, you know, it's kind of keeping me busy. Um, and there's a comprehensive interview with Laura Parker of Dark Shadows who talks about her life as an author. Yeah, I... you, Damn, it's so good. Anyway, it's published by Tomorrow's. Uh, you probably won't be able to pick it up anywhere apart from your local comic shop or online. If you are going to pick it up online, head straight to Tomorrow's Publishing and order it directly from them because these cats know what they're doing and for my money it is literally the best magazine in the world at the moment okay so as i promised you earlier um we're going to do things a little differently this time we're going to play out with a new track from converge called blood moon it's from their latest release on epitaph which should be hitting any day now um yeah this is converge this is blood moon and this was Geekorama 8. I'll see you next time. Until then, ta-ta.
Let's go.